Hi, welcome to this Business Leader Breakthroughs mini-sode, where we highlight the best bits of a previous show episode. If you enjoy these quick insights and want to check out the full episode, you'll find the link in the show notes, or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Embedding learning means changing the individual and that the organisation changes too. I imagine a few heckles raised when you said it's the organization that needs to adapt to the program. Mm. Because I think many organizations would say, actually, we're the center of the universe here as the organization. You adapt your program to work with us. Yeah. Because yeah. How should they be thinking about that? Uh, yeah. It's an interesting kind of tension, isn't it? Between, well, we'll send people on these programs and because they're better, the organization will be better. That's how it will transform. Actually, the organization has to change. And it changes not just because the people are doing things differently, but the organization represented most particularly by the leadership group. And this is where things start to get a bit wobbly. For us, we've been practicing things like space learning, and we've kind of continued to develop that as we've understood uh, more about how, how people learn in the workplace. And I think our active manager program is the, is the ultimate expression, but not the final expression. So, you know, people would like to think that organizations will change because their people change. What happens with, with the active manager program, for example, is that we're saying to people things like, you should spend two hours a week blocked out in your diary for, to, to work on the business. Now, when, when a participant goes, you know, is, is at work and they're, they're doing their kind of time on and their leader comes in and says, oh, I need you to kind of, you know, do this thing for me urgently. Actually, what should happen is that their leader should already know that. Their leader should know, sign off and totally honour the fact that this person's in their kind of two-hour time on block and they shouldn't interrupt at all. Let's say they do and then the participant says, I'm in my two-hour block. And the leader says, well, I don't care. This is urgent. Okay. Well, of course, the participant is going to kind of drop their important and turn to their boss's urgent, regardless of whether it's actually urgent or not. So what happens? That person doesn't do the work on their important. That's the smallest damage. The biggest damage is you don't get it. The organization, as represented by the leader, doesn't support the idea of my development time being high priority. In other words, the organization is just carrying on as it was. And one of the challenges with all these kinds of changes is that leaders have got where they are by being very capable, by knowing a lot. When it comes to transforming the organization, actually the people at the at the most senior levels, they may well say they want to transform the organization, but it's really challenging to let go of a system and processes and values and culture that has got them to the top. They've then got to say, we're going to have to let some of that go. We're going to have to create some space into which other practices and culture and, and, and policies and procedures might flow. You know, it's not quite the case that we're asking the turkeys to vote for Christmas, but it could certainly make for some uncomfortable moments. Now, what we know about transformation is that it's change. All change involves loss. All loss is uncomfortable. So I imagine that a bunch of leaders in a lot of organisations would like to transform the organisation outside their office, out there somewhere, rather than leading the transformation 
and allowing the transformation to happen around them or actually being pulled along by the transformation. That's all bosses do. We drive, we don't get, we're not in the kind of, you know, the co-pilot seat. Yeah, we, we got the wheel. And we've seen the value of the peer involvement and the leader involvement being immense because in the, let's say some former approaches to learning it was the, oh yes, I've decided that you should go and do X, Y, Z course. I send you out, you go to the one or two day workshop, you come back, you don't discuss it with anyone. There's no reflection with your leader. There's no accountability around embedding what you've learned into your daily practice of how you operate in the organization. And same thing, uh, we've forgotten most of it. We have seen continually the value of having the leaders involved and then having their peers involved. Yeah, and look, I think people have regarded training and development programs as a place to send people and they come back transformed. Um, it just doesn't work like that. It was what we know now, that making change happen is, is an iterative process. It is uh, stepped and spaced and is kind of built on itself, you know, all of those sorts of things. And, and it has to be organisation-wide. So the leader has to be part of that on-the-job learning. You know, where does, where does learning get embedded in the way we think about it? Well, there's the content itself, you know, how that's expressed, um, how that embeds itself. So it's got to be simple and it's got to be concrete and it's got to be applicable. Then it gets customised and people kind of apply it and think about the learning and how it applies. And in, in taking their learning apart and, you know, applying it to their real world with their peers, that work further embeds the learning. And then they go and talk to their leader coach and they say, you know, here's the practice I'm wanting to kind of adopt. What do you think? And they do some more customizing and tailoring. They, they do some more work on, well, I'm not sure if that's quite right. Do you think this will work? And because they don't know the answer, they have to work out the answer together. That's where the learning happens. We now know that if there's no effort in learning, there is no learning. You've actually got to make some effort. You've got to not know work it out and then practice it, that's how learning gets embedded. If you're simply given the answers, you learn nothing. Mm. Or if the answers are so obvious that, you know, kind of, right, got it, go, go and do that, that's not going to work either. That's not embedding learning in the individual. Yeah. So if we were to recap, I would say uh, better content won't get you better outcomes in your organisation with your with your people. Uh, what the things that, you know, we have to embed learning to actually for it to create change. And I'd say the top ones would be your involved peer groups. So you've got some support and understanding around that. Your leader's got to be involved or someone that yeah. can, can help you stay accountable and, and uh, share insights with you and, and also help customize that messaging to you based on your role and what's going on in the business is really, really helpful. And then there's got to be a structure around the practice. Yeah. The yeah. practice is, is massive. So that's three. And I think the fourth one, which we've talked about, is the, the organization's got to be prepared to adapt to allow those new practices to be in, in place and, and continue. And that's where change happens. That's where change happens. And it's the leader's role to make that space, to enable that to happen.